Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action and create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology. Stories about the journey of amazing women in the tech field starts right now. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. This week, I'll be speaking with Jamie Ambrose. Jamie is the visionary founder and CEO behind Adobe Care and Wellness an innovative healthcare solutions company that is utilizing technology and human touch to change and improve lives. Jamie initially developed the model for a holistic and integrative healthcare company as a class project while she was completing her doctorate. Jamie resides in the Biltmore area of Phoenix with her wife and their beloved dogs. When she is not working, Jamie enjoys reading, travel, and spending time with her family, which includes four adult children and six grandchildren. Welcome to the show, Jamie. I'm so excited to have you on. Well, thank you, Jennifer. I'm really excited to be here, and I appreciate you having me on. Sure. Let's get started. So, Jamie, as a woman in tech, can you share with us your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Uh, absolutely. It's It's been a very interesting journey um, for me. I'm a, I'm, I'm a registered nurse, uh, so I started out around actually 40 years ago uh, working uh, in, uh, in nursing, in uh, psychiatric, psychiatric nursing, and um, at, I've had a very eclectic nursing career. I've uh, worked in the hospital setting for maybe six months out of that 40 years. Uh, I actually at one time was a nurse who worked uh, as uh, for one of the world's largest distributors of fresh meat. So I don't know that everybody or very many people can say that. Mm -hmm. um, and how I got into tech was actually uh, a very, very uh, cool thing. And, and it all came together very well. Um, and interestingly, uh, when I was finishing my doctorate, um, I had stopped working uh, for the last three months of putting through my dissertation and my project and, and all of that. And when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I need to get back to work. A friend of mine, uh, reached out and said, there's this new company that is looking for someone. I think you should go talk to them. So I ended up, uh, working for a company called, uh, beach medical group. The, uh, owner, um, uh, was very tech savvy. And from that point, I uh, really was able to learn how to join the, the technology with um, how we, we add that to nursing care. So my background is really all community-based uh, nursing. And so having those uh, abilities to interface with different types of technology really can enhance what's happening in patients' homes. That's great. Wow. I love that you have that nursing background. So you have the healthcare experience from the inside and then see how it meets technology. So you can really be thinking of that patient from 
the perspective of technology. I love that. Now, um, you know, this podcast is focused on bridging the employment pay and culture gap for women in technology. What are you seeing in your industry today? Well, I think absolutely um, that there is a huge um, shortage of the utilization of women in the development of software and, and also in the technology Many of my nursing colleagues are nurse uh, informatics, and I, I actually taught um, that uh, program, taught, with, taught within that program um, for a while as well. So I know in, in the healthcare field and in nursing, you know, there's, there's a strong push uh, because it is a women-driven uh, field. But even in our company, you know, we have four software developers and only one of them is a woman. Um, we are looking for another software developer. So if anybody out there listening is interested, we, we would love to bring uh, another female into the group. Um, you know, from our standpoint, I, I also, and we talk about this a lot, um, you know, you listen to the news and you, and you read the different um, stories and reports that come out in relationship to how women are being treated. In, in the tech field and, and we work very, very diligently to make sure that none of that ever happens. That's not a part of our culture. Uh, women who work for us are paid equally and treated with the same level of respect. That's great. Um, and I hope, I hope our listeners can chime in and somebody is a software developer out there and maybe you could get a new female software developer for your I, team. I would love that. that. Awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. So can you share more about how technology coupled with human touch can help uncover and address some of the disparities in healthcare? And specifically, I'm looking at like 65 plus population. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely, Jennifer. So, you know, our, our company is built around the mission to positively impact the lives we touch. And as we do that, we're utilizing our own proprietary risk stratification tools. So as we um, get a, a new list of patients based on our uh, algorithms, we're able to identify through that risk tool who, who we need to reach out immediately. Uh, currently, we're covering around 40,000 lives um, in Arizona. So as you can imagine, it's imperative to be able to tell when that, when that monthly report comes in, who we need to be looking at first um, and addressing those issues. So absolutely the, the development of uh, the data analytics and, and that tool is important. The other thing that uh, we have also developed, which has been uh, imperative is our uh, Maslow, uh, which is an app that um, focuses on addressing the social determinant gaps that many um, in the in that age bracket um, are, are dealing with, you know, three out of ten uh, seniors are living in poverty. Within mm -hmm. our population um, of those that we are working with, 13% of them say they're unable to afford food or medications or be able to cover their monthly costs. So what Maslow does, uh, and it's and it's in, uh, we're putting it in uh, primary care practices and specialty offices. It asks 13 questions related to social determinants. Do you have enough money for food? Are you safe in your home? Can you pay your utilities? Those types of questions. 
-hmm. when those questions are answered, um, no, I don't have enough money for food, then Maslow geolocates the closest community resource to them and uh, emails that to them or texts it to them so that they're then able to get to the closest food bank or any other resource that they need. Wow. So that's, that's one of the, the big things that we're working on. And then obviously uh, we use telehealth a lot, uh, especially um, during the pandemic. We never lost touch with our patient population. We were able to really what was super cool about the about that was we were able to identify that many many of our members have smartphones right so we would call them up and and say hey can we do can you can you get on this app so that we can um we, we can do a quick um you know check on you and and look at you and you can talk to your provider and so that's, we've continued that on, even though things have opened up, but that was another huge, huge way that we were able to um, implement that human touch uh, and can keep it moving forward. And that's great because, you know, many of the seniors may not be able to drive or get there or even have money for transportation. So the telecheck is a great way to still keep them healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what, what do you see are the biggest challenges for senior population? You know, why are we finding that three out of 10 are in such dire need? Well, I, I think there, there's so many variables that play into it, but one of the biggest that I think that we find is, is really that uh, social isolation and loneliness component. Uh, that's, that's a huge piece. Um, you know, I could tell you many, many stories of, uh, where we've gone into homes and, you know, the, the bathrooms don't work or there's mm -hmm. no heating and cooling and they're too embarrassed to tell their kids. Maybe their kids live out of state, mm -hmm. um, they're too embarrassed to tell their kids. So what we're able to do is find those local community resources and, and get those situations fixed for them and really focus on improving their quality of life. Uh, but we also have, we also have a, uh, a, what we call support coordinators who are calling uh, many, many individuals on a daily basis just to check in. Um, you know, the conversation may just be, how did you sleep? How's uh, your puppy doing? Did your daughter call? All of those kinds of things that, you know, decrease that, that sense of isolation. Yeah. And so the, the, there's there's lots of different reasons. Obviously, you know what they're making on Social Security, and they didn't have any retirement saved. Those kinds of things obviously play in it from a financial standpoint. But um, I think it's become far more. Um, there's a there's a larger awareness of it, and so there are a lot of uh, social supports that are coming up, nonprofits that are that are focused on on helping this population as well. The big piece is finding them, right? That's that's the big piece because they're not more than often they're not going to reach out and let you know. So that's why you've got to be the one identifying them from the get go. Yeah, and you know um, that's so sad. It really is. You know they've worked all their life, they've given to their kids, and and now they're in a place where they need that attention. And it's so great that you guys are doing all these programs and connecting them with the right. Um, with the right groups so that they can, you know, get their their day-to-day uh, -day needs fulfilled. So I think that's that's so amazing that you guys are doing that. 
Um, so as a visionary, a founder and CEO, what keeps you up at night? I would say the one thing that's keeping me up at night is really our growth. We have grown uh, exponentially. We started out four years ago with 12 employees uh, and one small contract. We're now uh, we're now looking at we will have over 200 employees after the first of the year and uh, many more contracts. Our population continues to grow. And so as we grow, it's, it's really for us, how do we maintain that culture um, of, to positively impact the lives we touch? How do we keep everybody focused in that direction? And at the same time, grow, add the, the people that we need to and, and make the impacts that we, that we want and desire to make on a daily basis. Well, that's a good problem to have, right? <laughs> it is. It is. Absolutely. Good. Yes. And congratulations from 12 oh, thank you. 200. That is amazing. And um, wish you continued success. And, you know, I always say women know how to grow a company. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I agree so, with that 100%. Great. No, that's amazing. So we have something in common. We both moved to Arizona to flee from the cold. <laughs> I moved from Chicago. So how do you like Arizona? And, um, you know, tell us where you where you moved from. Uh, actually, I grew up on a farm in Indiana. Okay. And uh, so kind of an idyllic childhood of, you know, playing in the woods and riding ponies and uh, going on vacation with my grandparents to Minnesota to go fishing and uh, but getting out of the cold was key <laughs> so mm -hmm. um, I, I love Arizona I've been here for for 20 years I love the fact that if I do want to see the snow I can drive you know two hours yep. to see it um, and uh, I love uh, you know where we where our uh, patient population is is all rural Arizona and it's fabulous to go and explore uh, all those areas that that you wouldn't normally uh, see you know we Bisbee is one of our favorite places to go oh, oh it's on my and, list <laughs> yeah it's one of our favorite places to go and and uh, Yuma and uh, Cottonwood Prescott all so we we love uh, we just love being able to have such a variety of experiences right here right here in our own state yeah i love that and we've only been here i think this is our sixth year and uh definitely wanted to move away from the cold still had a business that was headquartered in chicago and still do um and you know i just used to go back and forth every six to eight weeks and um chicago is still you know great great place for us always will hold a very special place in my heart but the beauty of Arizona is definitely the weather, and we're in that season right now uh, for why people move here, right? <laughs> absolutely. We actually we just were outside for a meeting yesterday and said, this is why we live in Arizona. Yes, yes. <laughs> and when I first made the choice to come here, it was around November, and we were sitting outside at a Mexican restaurant having lunch, and I was like, oh, my God, if this is so, if this is winter, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's great. Well, um, I'm so glad you said something about Bisbee because it's on my list to go out to and I haven't been there but Cottonwood Prescott is amazing my sister actually lives in the Cottonwood area and she, oh, I love great. it there's great wineries out there and just really fun places 
Absolutely. Well, you're going to love Bisbee. Uh, Good. Good. You, need really, to, you need to go to, uh, I'll tell you two places to go that I go every time we go there. We stay at the Copper Queen Hotel okay. and, we go to, and we go to Cafe Roca. Okay. So, it's on my list because right. that, those were the kinds of things I needed recommendations for because I couldn't figure out where to stay and where to go, you know, Absolutely. so. You're going to love it. Okay, great. I love it. Thank you for that. Did you know that there is an increase in the number of women leaving the tech industry? As a woman-owned business, Directions Training has made it our mission and passion to change this statistic. That's why Jennifer created this podcast. We showcase insight from everyday women for everyday women in the tech industry. Do you know other people that would benefit from tuning in? Share the link and help us drive the advancement of women in the tech industry. Do you have a journey or know of someone that our listeners would benefit from hearing about? Reach out to us at directionstraining.com slash podcast. Don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and wherever you find your podcasts. Now, back to the show. Wellness is critical, especially with women who don't take time for ourselves. You know, we're we're doing stuff for everybody. How do you manage stress in this time of change? There's so much going on. You're running a business. Um, you you know, nurturing family. How do you balance it all? How do you manage stress? Well, uh, one one thing I do is as um, I I go to the gym uh, mm-hmm. usually around five five thirty. Uh, in the morning and I, mm-hmm. I do the treadmill and I swim. Um, mm-hmm. Swimming is like, I'm a Pisces, so I love to be in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing that I do, um, which um, is probably a little unique, is that we own a uh, blue room. We own the Phoenix Blue Dragon, which is a light and um, sound therapy chamber. Uh, it's a blue, it's, it's a room you go in, you lay down and, uh, it really puts you into a deep state of meditation for about 20 minutes. So that's the other thing that I do that, uh, helps, helps keep me centered. Oh, I love that. I've never heard of that. So, um, so this is in your home. You, you can, no, no, it's a, it's a business. Oh, you um, it. Okay. Yeah, it's on 16th and Bethany. Uh, okay. Yeah, my wife, my wife and I own it. My wife runs it. So, just well, putting I a plug in for it. But to, it is. Yes, I'm gonna have to go there. I need this. <laughs> yeah, you you will love it. It's 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 a it's a fabulous experience. I will definitely definitely try it out. So thank you for that. God, all kinds of tips. <laughs> <laughs> so. As a woman in tech, what challenges have you faced? We all have, right? And what have you done to overcome them? I think the the one thing that we've all faced uh, as a woman in tech is being the only woman in the room. Yep. Uh, you know, you walk in and sit down and you're, you're the only woman. So, right. you know, you, you uh, have to work really hard to not be disregarded. And that is walking into that room knowing your wisdom right knowing your power knowing what you know and in doing so saying those things that need to be heard and not being intimidated by it and i think that's the that's the key thing and maybe because i'm older i'm not easily intimidated anymore but i think that's probably the biggest piece is is to not let that happen right right and i've been there as well and you just have to you know be confident own own your 
place and um, not be intimidated, like you said, because that's so important. But it is tough. I mean, it's it is. Really oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. No, that's that's so true. All right. Now I'm going to, I'm sure, learn something else from you. What's your most favorite place that you've traveled to and why? <laughs> Actually, I mean, we've, we've traveled quite a bit, but my, my favorite place that I look forward to going back to is uh, Belize. I loved oh, Belize wow. and um, it was just probably, it was very, very relaxing. It's not over commercialized. We stayed at this tiny, tiny resort in the middle of the jungle and took a boat <clears throat> up the river to the ocean. And it was just, it was just a fabulous, fabulous trip. And I, I can't wait to do that one again. And it's been several years since we've done it, but it still sits in my memory as one of my favorites. Yeah. I love Belize too. We, we did that many, many, many years ago. So I would love to go back, but I love the idea of just, you know, no hustle bustle, just relaxing because sometimes vacations are so crazy. You're doing exactly. so much and you come back and exactly. you're like, I need a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, I would love to meet you sometime for a cup of coffee since we're both in the same town or a glass of that wine. Would be wonderful. I would yeah. love that. Yeah, I would yes. love that. Definitely Please. should do that. Yes. So um Jamie, in closing, what advice do you have for our listeners? I think the, the most important lesson that I've learned is um, knowing the truth of who you are. That as a woman, to be in this field, you, you have to know that you are a genius mind or you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't have accomplished what you've accomplished. So know that and know your power and your strength and above all persevere and don't be afraid to take risks because that's how new phenomenal experiences happen is when you do both of those things so that would yeah. be my that would be my closing word that's great 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 advice and giving ourselves credit um is something women don't do as often as we need to so Absolutely. i think that is really really good advice and um, and to take risks because, you know, it is important. You never know if you don't try. And so I've taken a lot of risks in the 30 years that I've been in business. And, you know, some have worked really well. Some I've just <laughs> learned from, you know, exactly. it's, it's you got to fall for you to learn. So exactly. I don't look at that <laughs> as a negative. It's just if I didn't try it, I'd always wonder. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, Jamie, it was such a pleasure. I look forward to having you again on the show in the future. But in the meantime, would love to meet for a cup of coffee. Absolutely, Jennifer. Just reach out. I'd love to do that. I will. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. From IT skill enhancements to end user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. 
Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum on-demand courses for IT professionals or end users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.